2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wrestling and Podcast. It is a, a unique Saturday where we have a, a head-to-head situation with AEW and NXT, but I thought uh, a lot of shocking stuff tonight. Uh, real quick, uh, Sam, let's, let's go to you first. What, what were your thoughts on tonight?
0: I just had a blast being a part of this. Uh, thank you once again for having me here. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but last week was the first time I've watched a full episode of AEW or, uh, of NXT television. Tonight was the first time I've been able to watch a full episode of AEW uh, television. That, along with Takeover, I mean, it was everybody worked their butts off. I mean, I, I was impressed by a lot of things, and I, I feel like there's stuff we can break down as it comes. But uh, overall, I just had a real good time watching the stuff tonight.
2: Yeah, that was one of the things with Justin when he was like, "Man, you know, Sam would Sam would love to do this," and I was like, "Man, that would be really cool to get a wrestler's perspective who has not been following." NXT and AEW just to get because it's totally fresh to get a totally fresh perspective uh, on the show. So it's pretty cool. But like, you know,
0: again, I've been able to come into it kind of open minded because I do know so many of these from a professional level. You know, so many of my friends are on both products and, you know, I know about the product. I speak about the product with my friends. But, you know, to actually have a reason to sit down for two or three hours to actually, you know, invest the time, you know, I've always had a lot of other things going on. Now right. it's you know th- this has become something that I've found some enjoyment in. And I think I'm pretty sure after my first podcast, I might now be the new undisputed king of picks. Because the two the two matches that we called the other night, uh, they went my way. Yeah? Very good. Well
1: wait, so what were the two picks?
0: Uh it was Karrion Cross over Clean. Yeah. And oh, yeah. uh and Adam Cole over McAfee. I think you and Justin were both opposite me on those ones. <laughs> I called
2: a no finish with Gary Cross. That's right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. How how? Uh, I've I've had a little bit of the bubbly, but how fucking great was Pat McAfee tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he? He, a, any, he was awesome. He was, but
1: were you distracted when his shirt was up around
2: his yeah boobs for a while
0: there? <laughs> <laughs> he did a I, good job. Yeah. I think I think it was really cool because uh, you know Pat works out with. Uh, Rip Rogers and OVW, he's been working out with him for years, which is pretty cool. And Rip's such an old-school mind, old-school mentality. He He's one of those guys that, like, you know, I don't think he'd put his blessing on Pat if Pat didn't do what was right for wrestling. You know, I think it's really cool that when he went there, he, he, took a, he, he, he told a story, you know, and he didn't come out. He came out of it looking great on both ends. You know, both sides look great. He looked awesome as a performer, as an athlete. You know, but at the same time, Adam Cole can come back and, you know, yeah. be a part of the show next week and, and you know, right. really elevate his game.
2: Right. Yeah. I, I think a lot of times the media will be like, oh, Rob Gronkowski, he would be a great pro wrestler because he's obnoxious. Right. But that's not what makes a great pro wrestler. It's being able to get people invest. And I, I thought Pat McAfee, he, he just showed it here. He was a great heel. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was just outstanding. I don't know what kind of uh, pl- what they've been doing with Cole and, and
0: where he's going. But I think, you know, this was definitely at least a, a cool way to test the waters of maybe making him a, a babyface full time. Uh, you know, he's had so much success on the Indies as a babyface. From what I understand, he's been heel so long at NXT. But, you know, no matter which direction they go with him from here, you know, he was able to show his depth as a performer.
2: Yeah. What do you think, Matt? Um,
0: Both shows
1: are freaking great. Again, I feel like I say that every time uh, But I'll I tell you before we started the show I do, We'll get to the main event for NXT I thought that was a weak finish I'm being honest as far as what, what The unbeatable Should be getting pinned to in my opinion But by the same token, I don't care Carrying Cross won Which is exciting And that was the coolest outro that I have seen In some time That was one badass outro
2: do you think they fuck him up on the main roster? Karrion <laughs> they, they, uh, Cross, no way, yeah.
1: impossible, impossible. He's
2: Drago, right? How, how do you fuck that up?
1: And he could talk. Have you ever heard him talk? Like in real interviews, not like like, like shoot interviews. He's very smart. Yeah. He's very well spoken. He he goes high and low with his tones. He draws. He's very intelligent. I, I like him a lot. And he's got a great the whole package with him is money.
2: Yeah. Wait. What do you think, Sam? You think this will translate?
0: I don't know uh, when he's gonna. And I, from what I understand, he's still fairly new to NXT, right? Yeah. Fairly new. Yeah. Yeah. So I Two don't months, know. Right? Three months I mean, first. I wish him all the best of luck. I actually love him to death as a human being. He's—you're not going to find a finer human. Uh, we actually knew of each other very well because of you know both of our time in Mexico and just running into him on the road in certain places. You know, we have a lot of things in common. And like you say, Matt, he's a smart guy. He's educated. He's you know he's the kind of guy that in my opinion and I don't know him like you guys you know like Matt you know but he seems like somebody that Vince McMahon would want to sink his teeth into he's intelligent yeah. he's someone you can put on Good Morning America but he's also somebody that's gonna you know sell you tickets for Wrestlemania
2: yeah he has the look he has the size I Total mean that, he, he checks all the boxes well, Total well
1: he could or Vince could give him a stuttering character so who
2: knows <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I, I feel bad yeah. about that now that <laughs> 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 Uh, a couple of super chats here. Alan Practor saying Cross winning was the right call. I agree. You can't beat Cross right up, right now. No, Keith Lee son. losing so bad. I, I I do think it hurts him a little bit though. It was he one of those like no win situations in Word has to be.
1: That's why I thought it'd be a no finish. But it means he has to be getting called up, right?
2: I I would hope. I mean, I would think so. I mean, usually with NXT they do the rematch and then someone gets called up, but we'll see. Uh, Justin Lopez said uh, the finish was so anticlimactic. I looked yeah. down at my phone and then looked up, shocked that the match was ended. Yeah. I was I was surprised, too, it, it happened when it did. And Nate Monroe saying the fans' energy and no Morrow oh, hurt come NXT on. for me.
0: Come on. My, my big brother is much better than
2: Morrow. Yeah, than Morrow, absolutely. Corey Graves was on the call, guys. <laughs> yeah. He did a good he job.
0: And he, and he gave
1: Homeboy a new name. Uh, what was it Doomsday
0: era has started, whatever the hell he said to close it out. I don't that, remember. That added to it. Well, he he sent me a picture this morning about ten A. M. with his new tie-dye suit. So I called him Corey the Body Graves. You know? <laughs> He's got he does have the dopest
2: suits for what it's worth. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh one more Alan Proctor saying, Pat shut a lot of the naysayers up tonight. He was awesome. Greetings for the UK. He was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, well, let's run through AEW real quick, and then uh, we'll get to NXT. Uh, AEW opened with FTR, uh, with Tully Blanchard against Private Party. FTR getting the win here. Um, you know what? Cash Wheeler looks freaking jacked. I don't know if you've noticed that. He but does. He's... This, this, was
0: the, this was the first AEW match I've ever seen on a live broadcast. Oh, wow. And, and, and I, there couldn't have been a better team in there. Uh, FTR is Fantastic. I've been a fan of their work as long as you know they've been doing it. Um, the one thing I noticed from the beginning, AEW has a bit more of a, a, a realism feel, and it kind of reminds me of WCW. I know right? that's kind of yeah. yeah. the no, but it does. But it feels almost the same as whenever the outsiders came to WCW, and right. it's like okay, these are the the big time superstars from WWE, but now they're here, and it's Scott Hall and Kevin Nash instead of Razor and Diesel. That's what I got in the first five minutes of that broadcast, and it was raw. You could see it. You know, everything about it was really cool. Um, that tag was just awesome to open it up. Those guys are just two of the hardest working guys in the entire business.
1: They are. My only concern, and this is a small concern, is that they keep having this hard on for like uh, Tully Arn, and they end up usually putting them in spots to actually upstage the actual wrestler. Not that the talent, not that Arn or Tully are trying to do it, but it's being like how they they position them. It's really weird. They, they didn't do it tonight, but I'm worried it will, it will come. Right. They, they with, come across
2: they, as the bigger stars. They did it, it with,
1: with, what's his name? Spears. Sean Spears. It's done an amazing job. Looks like a million bucks. Looks like a professional wrestler. Uh, his promos were Everything about him is good. His entrance music, the whole nine. They put him with Tully, which seemed like a good fit. But lo and behold, it was all about storylines with Tully. constantly Tully, right. Giving him advice. And it's like. Right this dude should be, you know what I mean? He's on his, he doesn't need that. He's not some young boy or
2: whatever. I do think there is a problem with that because when you you, you pair Brian Cage up with Taz and you're, you're pairing up these guys with Tully and Arn, those guys come across as such better promos. You know what I mean? Like they come across like they could cut a, a superstar promo, which...
0: Well, the, the one thing I saw tonight that, again, and it goes back into more of the uh, aspect of realism, I love the backstage promo that FDR had later in the show with, uh, Cole, uh, with Adam Page, but it's so real when it reminds me of like studio wrestling from the eighties, you know, dusty and flair and everything, because they would, they were so legitimate in what they were saying that they were making mistakes, but they weren't editing it out. They weren't cutting. It was just, uh, 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 there was a couple stutters here and there. And it just really came off as guys, you know, talking about their problems backstage So, you know, just from the first, from the first episode, there's so many things we will hit, but I just, you know, I I was definitely impressed by all of it.
1: The other thing about WCW, it's that they always had Monday Nitro and like same with like AEW. There's something about the cameras they use. I don't know what the hell it is. Maybe it's just TNT in general. Yeah. yeah, It gives you, it gives you a completely different aesthetic for
0: some reason. It's almost filmed with sports cameras as opposed to film cameras, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've always gotten a WCW vibe from it. I thought the same thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Up next, we had a backstage promo. John Moxley talking about the MJF campaign. He said it was campaign. He said it was amusing. Uh, He said MJF is talented. He hopes he's being the one to lead AEW for the next twenty five years. He wants to see the company succeed. But he said he's not going to last the next twenty five years. He hopes one day MJF loses his virginity and moves out of his parents' basement and wins the title. He says that all out, he's going to take down MJF, and he'll be in his heaven while MJF looks for a way out. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, great stuff. I yeah. think you're you're
0: always going to be getting great stuff from Moxley. I mean, he's one of the best talkers in the game right now. It's cool that he's finally able to be himself, you know. So, uh, I mean, clearly he's going to have some of those funny little one-liners in there, but you know, it, it definitely you know made me interested. Somebody that's you know hasn't seen much of this, you know, it's very easy to involve yourself in that storyline just because you have a somebody conveying the point so strongly.
1: Yeah, his promos have been back on Raj. I would say the last three promos now, four maybe.
0: Like, yeah. did he take a dip?
1: And not his fault. Like he was gone because of COVID, basically, and even before he left, like right when he won the title, they were putting him in stupid positions. To be honest. And he wasn't doing those backstage promos where you could tell he was just riffing and going on his own and right saying whatever the hell he wanted to say. You could kind of get that feel, but these last four have been really good, I thought.
2: So, Sam, let me I, I want to ask you this watching John Moxley right now and, and watching him as Dean Ambrose, does he come across as a bigger star than he did before?
0: Uh, I had I honestly hadn't seen much of him, uh, as Dean Ambrose either. Uh, oh, okay. it's, it's funny enough, I, I don't just, I don't watch modern wrestling that much. But I know him as a person, you know, and I know what he's good at. He was in FCW with me at the same time as I was. And I feel like he's he's closer to what he wants to be. You know, and I can't even, you know, I know him, but I'm not exactly a great friend of his. But the John Moxley that I knew when we were both in FCW is what I'm seeing on, you know, AEW compared to, you know, being part of the system and just, you know, doing it as told at WWE.
2: Gotcha. Uh, real quick, super chat. Ryan Barry saying they should have done this to Brody Lee a long time ago. That's how you build a heel group up. Yes, absolutely. We'll we'll get to that soon. Um, up next, we had uh, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Q.T. Marshall, and Dustin Rhodes versus The Blade, The Butcher, Phoenix, and Pentagon Jr. Uh, uh, pretty good stuff. At the end, J.B. rolled up. Laid to get the win, so Luchasaurus Jungle Boy, q Marshall, and just uh, and Dustin Rhodes got the win by pinfall. So um, JB Jungle Boy, <laughs> Jungle Boy, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Three of these guys
1: in this match look like they shouldn't have been in this match.
2: Can you take a guess? Uh, uh, who, who is that?
1: I asked you to guess.
2: <laughs> Three of the guys didn't look like yes. this. Well, the match was like Dark Order number three, five, and seven or something like that, right?
1: All right, I take that. I that comment back. then. Maybe there's
2: more.
1: Now, um, this was just a mishmash match just to get them on. But it was good. It was entertaining, I thought.
0: I got from it. I still, and I'm pa- I'm partial to the two guys, but I still think Penta and Phoenix, so I mean, they, good. They have so much, and it's not only that, because it's so hard for, you know, you can be a good wrestler, but it's very rare that you have somebody that's that talented, that has that much charisma. And both yeah. of those guys, you never find the masked guys that are that, you know, <laughs> interactive with the crowd or the camera. And I just, you know, I, I again, I haven't seen enough of it. I, I'd like to think there's some plans for them ahead. But to right. me, you know, even in that, in an eight man tag, that's just to get guys on screen, I still, you know, yep, I still am always going to, you know, they stand out anytime they're in a match like that. So, so Pentagon, dude, he, he, like, he should be wrestling for the goddamn title. Like, like he's so, he he's so over his right. Well, it's, it's funny because we talked about that all the time in Mexico is that, you know, it's the land of the high spots, but the guys that have, you know, a, a gimmick get over and don't even do the high spots. That Zero Miedo he does, I mean, he'll so do that. Over. It's so huge in Mexico and in the States. So, it you know, it, it's hair. it's cool to see them on a grand stage, though.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, my wife, she she was watching some of this with me, and she was checking out Jungle Boy Something Fierce. It was, like, a little uncomfortable. I was like, woman, calm, you, calm down. Yeah,
1: did you say he's a kid? <laughs>
2: No, she's like, who is that? And I'm like, that's Luke Perry's son. And she's like, oh, very, very good looking. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> relax. <laughs> we'll watch Scarlett Bordeaux soon. Revenge. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so after that, we went. There was a uh, uh, Eddie Kingston came out, and uh, he, he was. I guess, I don't know if he. I guess he's trying to recruit them into a, a group or something. I know Pac and, and Phoenix and Pentagon had a, a little group there, the Triangle, before, so it looks like they're trying to do something else. But, man, this guy, uh, Kingston, is just an amazing promo.
1: Yes, he's one of the best promos. Easily one of the better promos.
0: That's, that's what he's been you know, so good at, especially on the independent level. There's not too many guys anywhere near that you know, level of oh. talking. So, you know, again, if he's there, you know, they're probably going to use him for you know his best assets. And why not give him a microphone? So even if he has to, you know, be the talker for five or six guys, that's a be- you know a really good way yeah. to use what they got. Yeah. He's so believable. Like, he makes me think he's going to like, he says things like,
1: I'll scratch your eyeball. Like, he says things like, what? Right. I, would never, I would never say that, but I
2: believe will really <laughs> do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. If you scripted that for Kofi Kingston, it would not work. But Even he the, I, pulls yeah. it off.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> Bruce Bennett saying, that's okay, Rod, you were checking out Penelope Ford at Roll Tide. Uh, roll Tide. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Roll Tide at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so we went backstage, Penelope Ford, uh, Kip Sabian, uh, they were on the side kissing, uh, Britt Baker, uh, She basically they're, they're, they're building to uh, Britt Baker and Big Swole at all out. And then we went out to an Orange Cassidy promo. First ever in-ring interview with uh, with Tony Schiavone. Uh, Tony asked Cassidy about his big victory against Jericho. Cassidy wouldn't say anything. Jericho's music hit. He comes out looking like Sebastian Bach. Uh, he gave some props to Cassidy, and then he called him the guy who puts his hands in his pockets. Basically, they challenged each other to another match. There's going to be 80 gallons of orange juice mixed with 500 cases of bubbly. So, yeah, there's going to be a, a rubber match with uh, Jericho and Orange Cassidy. But say the stuff
1: about the the, the uh, liquid again. What's it's that? The bubbly and orange juice. Say that again.
2: That part. Yeah, it's going to be 80 gallons of orange juice with 500 cases of bubbly.
1: What's going to be?
0: I,
2: I, the, I stipulation, actually, and the stipulation. The I, like stipulation. I don't really totally match. get what it is. I
0: think it's like a casket match, only you dunk someone into a mimosa. That's kind of what I picked up from that.
2: But thank I mean, right, you, Sam Donis. <laughs> thank. I didn't get it right right
0: now. Again, <laughs> it, it's hot. It's hot. It's fun. You know. I, I think you know they're capitalizing on a lot of that just you know wow factors. So. I mean, the people are into it. It sounds fun, different, new. Why not give it a go? And, you know, God, it's Chris Jericho. He can pull off anything with anyone. So I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Uh, the one thing, though, is when they, they waterboarded him in the match, that didn't look too comfortable. <laughs> God. I, I know that I would have to charge a lot of money to some indie promoter to get them to hold me upside down and pour champagne up my nose. That did not look fun, but uh, it was cool a good angle, and I'm sure it'll you know
2: end up pretty well. At least it's waterboarding with champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he
0: probably got a contact drunk from it.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before, Matt, where these these segments haven't been working ratings-wise. They haven't been. Uh, they've usually dropped. They haven't been doing that that great. They've been okay. But um, right. I'd like to see Jericho move on to, to something else. For the and, love
1: of God, please, yes. I appreciate what he's doing, though. You know what he's doing. He's trying to get all these younger guys over. Which, right. How do you knock him for that? That's very cool of him. He doesn't have to do any of that. Are you kidding me? Right. You know? And the fact that he's even in the ring with Orange Cassidy to begin with.
2: Right. right? And he you thought know the know? gimmick was stupid just six months ago, so.
1: You know, how do you not give a legend? He's a legend. Like A lot of people say that, but he's a legit legend. He'll be one of the top. What would you say, Sam? Would you say he'll when he's done, done? Finished, he'll be considered. Would you consider him a
0: top twenty of all time, top ten of all time? I'd say again, just because I'm a big you know fan of the Japanese and Mexico stuff, I'd say top twenty. But you know, if we're going straight up American, I'd probably say a top ten. I mean, he just just as far as you know, he's selfless. You know, he cares about this business more than he cares about himself, and that's you know evident of what he's doing right now. I, I mean, we wouldn't be here, we wouldn't be having this conversation if he didn't, you know put in as much as he has to this project and i just you know he's good at what he does
2: who who, who else makes your top 10 sam in the united states no
0: yeah oh my gosh you
2: gotta, you gotta have hogan yeah hogan, savage right? savage
0: flair yeah. rock terry funk uh warrior austin uh is warrior on there warrior's not on there no, <laughs> no i think of it as a whole um, just gotcha. you know, um yeah, I think I'm at about six there. I could get you the last four positions would be you know heavily debated. So I'd have to. So, yeah, but then, but you could also go back. You know, I'm a Pittsburgh kid. Bruno San Martino would be on that. You probably have to put Luthez, Dory Funk. You know, there's so many. So that's another right. top, po- a podcast topic all in itself. Right,
2: that's a whole day. Yeah, Matt. Matt, what do you what do you think? Right off the uh, bat, off the, off the top Hogan,
1: Hogan one, Flair two. You could, you could say you could say I suppose um, God dang you just said it earlier Pittsburgh um,
0: Bruno San Martino Bruno why am
1: I having a brain fart Bruno San Martino Andre the Giant
0: yeah yeah exactly uh, that, that 10 is know. such it's so hard to narrow down to that Stone you know, Cold Rock
2: right Stone Cold is yeah
1: I'm not saying draws I'm saying like the whatever right. you, uh, right. you, know, you encapsulate everything I guess I don't know
2: yeah goodwill ambassadors up next we had dark orders number six three and five or whatever the (laughs) fuck against the young bucks and (laughs) kenny omega Uh, young bucks and Omega getting the win uh it was was good it was good for what it was uh it's a you know really good match those guys i
0: I was impressed by the bucks Uh, i haven't seen them in years they've really developed into the characters that they are now i mean they've always been incredible wrestlers but, you know, now they finally have the full package and they're fun. They're believable. They have everything going for them. I, I really enjoy it. Um, the Dark Order. I, I, I'm assuming they're kind of just a big you know, faction that uh,
2: instead of bringing in enhancement
0: talent, they probably have these guys. filtered. <laughs> in I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm right. It, right. Well, when
2: when, when your build as Dark Order number three, you yeah, know, there's <laughs>
0: I just didn't know. But uh, I mean, everything they did in the ring was amazing. It was
2: crisp and clean and the guys
0: work hard. They're great at what they do. I was just a little bit out of it because, uh, you know, as an as a non regular viewer, you know th- those characters didn't captivate me enough to give me a story on the spot. So that's yeah, just no, you know, I, me, but, me personally.
1: It's a good point though because it plays to the point that it because they put those hoods on and they wear what they wear, it sets them up as jobbers. It just does. Even yeah. though there's really good wrestlers under some of those masks, uh, John Silver being one of them. I love John Silver, um, but. Do you know what I mean? And it does. He's, he hasn't watched it in years, and he's watching for the first time. What do you think the casual fans thinking too? Do you know right. what I
2: mean? I right. Know. As soon as you got the conquistador mask, yes. you're it's you're perfect. set. <laughs> you are. But uh, the Bucks,
1: come on, best tag team. I mean, them in FTR. Yeah. But uh. But then again, nobody keeps ho- nobody talks about uh pentagon and then the other phoenix, one, phoenix.
0: yeah <laughs> uh, they're in their own category
1: they're so freaking nasty they're so entertaining especially phoenix that's the robot crap he does I'm like, what he does like his ring entrance now his ring <laughs> entrance is him hitting the ring he jumps up in the air and lands on the second rope but like with his legs you've seen it
0: he spreads <laughs> eagles
1: rope oh, yeah.
0: i've worked out with these guys <laughs> we, we so train. damn good we trained together in Mexico a few times and he does all that stuff, you know, Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. as well. How old is he? Ooh, 27, younger than me, I think. Wow. I'm pretty sure he's a year or two younger than me.
2: Wow. Um. Uh, Dustin Eck saying, "Didn't Brett Owen and British Bulldog do the same type of thing in the ring back in the day?" And Brett winked at the camera. I'm, With what? Dustin um, Eck, don't I'm 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 I'm, hey, I'm not sure exactly what he's referring to. Um uh, Johnny Hex saying, what's your favorite five Stone Cold moments of all time and favorite pizza topics? Come on, man. That's not a real <laughs> question, Johnny Hex.
1: <laughs> pepperoni, 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 pepperoni,
2: pepperoni. Pepperoni uh, sausage, onion, jalapeno. Uh what about you, Sam? Oh uh pepperoni. That's pretty much all I got. It's classic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so up next uh, we had a, a backstage segment The Natural Nightmares uh, uh, maybe, uh, I'm, I'm kind of forgetting what the, it's tough watching two shows at one time but uh, there was a backstage segment with Tully he says the FTR are destined to go someplace and they, they'll win all out um, anyway uh, next we had Darby Allen versus Will Hobbs and Darby Allen gained the win. Um, I will like to say that Will
0: Hobbs is one of my favorite human beings on the planet. I've wrestled him a bunch of times in San Francisco and he's just a great dude. Um, he, he's one of these guys that actually pulled me to the side a few times, you know, just cause of some of the international work I was doing. He says, man, what do I got to do? You know, I feel like I'm putting in the work and nobody's noticing, you know, and I told him, man, we all go through that. That's a thing. You know, keep doing you and, and you'll get it. And I'm so happy to see him because he's, you know, he's there fairly regularly now. So, yeah. you know, Will's a great dude. It couldn't happen to a nicer guy. And, and again, if we're going to go back to that casual viewer point, you know, turning on your TV and seeing him as big and thick as he is and the way he moves yeah. and kicks butt, you know, he's somebody I want of my wrestling company any day.
1: Yeah, he looks like he can somebody, actually kick somebody's ass in a real fight. He looks like a pro athlete. He does.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Darby Allen getting the win. Uh, Ricky Starks came out dressed like Darby Allen. Um, Taz came out. And Taz has just been blowing this away. He's just been awesome. Uh, he he said he's got someone named Darby. Out came Ricky Starks dressed. He did the half face paint like Darby. Uh, Brian Cage came out and they just, I mean, they basically just kicked kick the shit out of um, i actually didn't
0: know this happened i was i was at nxt at this point it must have been just one of my five minute switchover breaks but i didn't see that (laughs) at all
1: (laughs) it was good taz's money man his promos. his promos have been so damn good
2: and so sam i want to ask you this like in today's environment is there enough focus being uh put on promos because it feels like a lot of the guys today don't know how to cut those, you know, you're 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 going to Taz and Jake the Snake Roberts and all these Randy Orton and Edge. They're the ones that are cutting these, you know, money making promos and not the not the current guys. I think it's just right now,
0: you know, the trend seems to be that, you know, promos aren't what's getting people attention right now. People are trying to get notice by doing moves and Spons. doing cool, you know, and people don't know how to get, you know, they, they don't know how important a promo can be. But that's also why, you know, you get a guy like Eddie Kingston or a guy like John Moxley. They are so revered as great talkers so quickly because of a general lack of talking. Um, I think it's something it's something I believe everybody. you know, that's what you should try. That's what you should practice and get good at. But I think overall, it's just it's not commonplace right now. Um, But I also would say that, you know, if you if young people, young wrestlers were able to harness that and go for it and get a good promo, I think they'll get noticed a lot quicker than doing you know a shooting star press or four fifty because if you think about it I mean forty percent of wrestlers on the Indies do those exact same moves and right. you 're not going to be able to compete with the guys on aew or nxt because they 're the best of the best already you need to figure out another angle to get you there do the four fifty and have the best promo
2: I think mjf is like a great example of that like he he 's not doing suicide planches through the floor but by 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 working on his character, he's he's getting there. He stands
1: out. So, so, hey, really quick, Sam, have you seen MJF promos? Oh, yeah.
2: I've, I've known him very well. He's a good dude, good
0: talker. And just uh, I expect the so world good. for him. Yeah. So good.
2: Do you think he should beat Moxley for the title?
0: I don't think it would be a bad thing, but I don't know if right now is the time to do it. Uh, I think he'd be a great champion for a while. I, I, I don't know. I like the whole uh, NWA concept. You know, I, I like a heel territory. Where the heels the champion, the babyface chases, wins it back. New heel right. gets it, uh, but again, that could go the other way. I'm from Pittsburgh, which is a historic babyface territory, where the champion is, you know, Superman. So again, that's all flavors of ice cream, and you know, whatever you think works at your time is your opinion. But you know, I think he'd be good at it. Uh, but I also think he'll end up being a babyface because people will end up liking him too much. Uh, his his promos are so good, and he's going to want to keep, you know. The one thing is, when you're a good heel for long enough, you develop a, a, uh, a rapport with the fans. They, they kind of have a certain confidence in your work, and after a while, that confidence turns into respect, and then next thing you know, you're babyface. So I think he'll be a babyface in the next two or three years. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, if they do it right, they take their time with it. Yeah, that's what it is. It usually comes down to the
2: fans' decision, so... It was like Piper, like he was so hated, but people loved him. That's what exactly That's what I was, yeah. exactly what I was uh, Peter Bahi saying, "I can picture Tony backstage doing his best Oprah impression, and you get a stable, and you get a stable. There are a lot, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of stables right now. <laughs> are we a stable? Is this the wrestling? I guess stable? so. This is. Are we heels? <laughs> it don't Depends know. on who you
0: ask you are, <laughs> don't, don't, don't ask my ex girlfriend.
1: Sam, <laughs> he's, he's NWO Raj tonight, by the way. As oh, as, yeah. As yeah.
2: we do more shows together. For life. Have, have he a, is. A little, uh, little bit of a bubbly. So, uh, backstage, we had Sammy Guevara doing his usual cue cards deal, uh, talking trash about Matt Hardy. Uh, Hardy came out, whacked Guevara with a steel chair, and then uh, launched Guevara flipping off the stage and through a table and then he went out the ring and pulled the same type of chair that Guevara used to bust him open. A bunch of referees came out and uh, stopped him from destroying Guevara. So Matt Mahari and, and Sammy, I think that's a, that's a pretty cool feud. This is yeah, something yeah. I, this, I missed this one again. I have no
0: frame because that's when McAfee was on, and that was just, you know, the, you don't get to see that next week. So I, I missed a lot of that segment in the next one.
1: This was good because they make you wait to the payoff of the match, right? I thought they actually did too much by flipping him off the stage like that. Matt getting too much revenge. Uh, but they drew it to a certain line. And now uh, you got to watch their match to see the outcome of it, right? Of Matt getting his full retribution.
2: Yeah. It was well done. Uh, so apparently on the call tonight, uh, Triple H is saying Karrion Kross separated his shoulder. No. Shit! Oh, man. It's gonna have an MRI that might explain the finish. Jeez. Yes. Talk about shitty timing.
1: It also, it also explains why, why he, when he did the uh, saito. He on the second rope, he only had one arm around him, versus trying to get the two arms around, which he did earlier in the match. I noticed. Yeah. He only had one, his right arm around him, not the left. I wonder if maybe it was his left shoulder, but God dang, I pray to God that didn't ah,
0: happen. That sucks. Uh, if, if I, uh, I think it happened somewhere around the, uh, the clothesline. Cause I remember there was a certain point where the, in a way he grabbed it on something that he normally wouldn't have grabbed it on. But I want to say he did a run at clothesline with, uh, with Keith Lee, but there was some point where I think I noticed uh, a yeah. little arm trouble there, but I could be wrong. That sucks. Uh,
2: then we had I- Evelise and Diamante versus Brandy Rosenali. Surprisingly, uh, Brandy and uh, Allie didn't win. Evelise I- and Diamante picking up the victory. So Ivelisse
1: and Diamante should have won.
2: They Absolutely. Yeah. Brandy, I, I mean, I I love Brandy. I think she's uh, she's she's got the look. She's got the star, but she comes across with when she's holding the the action figures. It's like that X Pac You know what I mean? Like that. You want to change the channel?
0: Yeah. I thought I only saw a little bit of that. Like I said, because I was doing the uh, McAfee thing, I was just impressed that a lot of the girls in that were very, uh, were very, uh, like animated. They had really good characteristics. They had their uh, facials. It was it was a very good you know character development with those guys. So I didn't see much of it though. I was watching Pat McAfee just doing everything, and that was wild. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I mean, we've talked about it. I think Ivelisse. I mean, she's she's a star. So good. And so finally, we had the main event: Cody versus Brody Lee. Man, I mean, Brody <clears throat> Lee kind of just kicked the shit out of him and uh, got the win. Like <laughs> it was almost like a squash.
0: I think this was Cody being just a master of booking, as he is. You know, clearly, I think he's got the the right direction. He, he, from what I've gathered, you know, he's he's very good at just creating drama. I could see this just being, you know, planting seeds and him just knowing how it's going to pay off better than anybody can expect. So. I thought it was awesome. It was just completely different. I don't think anybody, any one of us expected anything similar to this. No, you know, he did he did a great way of building himself with all these outside talents and having these great matches for the last, you know, couple months. So I think it's gonna be, you know, I think he knows what he's doing, and I think everybody'd be pleasantly surprised, but I was surprised tonight for sure. Now, didn't they already wrestle once, Raj?
2: Uh Brody, Brody, Brody lost to John Moxley. Uh, Remember? Right. Yeah. All right. So
1: but like he hasn't been seen as dominant, right? You know, and and, and it was frustrating as hell. They did it to him. And they they cooled him off. They cooled Lance. down Lance Archer. They cooled down who else? Am I missing? Frank Gage. Frank Gage. They yeah. cool down all their big. The only big guys they have.
2: They all the like, monsters. Yeah. What do you oh. mean they're cool now? What, what, they, they, they get beat they right off the bat. them
1: down. Oh, okay. They got, they, cooled, they got cooled down because they came in with all this hype that they're going to be these huge monsters and they lose their first or second match in to the company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and it's the stupidest thing. You know, yeah. there's no reason. Like, Brian Cage should not have been anywhere near any losses for a right. year. Right. You
2: don't beat The Undertaker right. three weeks in. Right. right. That's uh, so
1: stupid. Lance Archer's even bigger than the rest of them. Even him, same thing.
2: Yeah. Um, and he's, he he's, he's kind of forgotten me. now.
1: You keep them all away from each other is what you do. line sure. Archer is a cool gimmick. With Jake talking for him, they do a lot of cool vignettes with him and Jake. I think are dope. But mm-hmm. when, you, when you're when you a bigger guy, things stick out more. And when you lose, I'm telling you, the fans remember that more. For whatever True. reason, they just do. Yeah. So then you keep them away from these champions. You keep them away from the guys that you want to protect and don't take L's to. And just have them steamroll people then. Fine, whatever. Just don't put them in matches to lose. Well, I
0: think that might have something to do with them having, you know, like you said about giving the spots to a lot of the managers as well, you know, you, there's that many people to, to keep relevant and uh, it, there's just so much rotation. You have to make sure you get everybody on, but not everyone's going to be able to get on and win every week, so and they're probably, you know, trying to figure it out the best they can every week, but again, I only see this stuff, you know, the most <laughs> I've seen of AEW has just been on Twitter and social media, yeah. so I didn't really know that these you know losses Somebody were happening. So, yeah. like, uh, um,
1: um, what's the guy wrestled tonight? He just said to win the title. Um, Brody uh, Birdie Lee. Brody Lee. Brody Lee's, like, third match in, maybe. Second match, third match, loses. Uh, uh, Cage, second match in, I want to say. Loses. Right. Um, Archer, same thing. Second match in, third
2: match. Right. Loses. Are they losing
1: to bigger guys? Or is no? They, no. To no, Cody and Moxley. But no, but they're losing to, yeah, Cody and Moxley. They they have them beat like two jobbers in back to back weeks, and then they feed them immediately to the champion. Champion beats them, and it's doesn't make any sense. Well, on a roster that is so diminutive to begin with, right. you have four of these big guys now. Got to be extra careful. To, even even MJF's bodyguard, even him yeah. Wardlow, right. who has a shit ton of potential, good look, pretty athletic. Uh, he's not a giant, but he's six three, I'm guessing, maybe six right. four, but thick as hell. And a giant compared to those guys protect them, I don't
2: know absolutely, I mean if you beat Drago before he gets to Rocky, then who cares if Rocky beats him if you're writing a story so yeah, I I, I absolutely agree, they're not protecting their monsters enough, they get him beat right off the bat which, we'll see but Brody destroyed Cody, I mean I don't think Cody got any offense in this match so, uh, yeah, Brody Lee getting the uh, TNT championship so, title change Good for him, Happy for him. All right, so NXT, we had Brizango, which all right. Uh, it's uh Breezango versus Legado del Fatisma versus Oni Larkin and Danny Birch uh, to open the show. What time and Brizango getting the win. I thought the show started at seven, right?
0: Did What's I miss that? that match? Was that a pre-show match?
2: Was that the pre-show? Yeah, that yes. was the pre-show. I
0: and I thought the Yeah,
2: yeah, that was the pre-show. Okay, sorry, that
0: was my bad. I didn't know that we were supposed to watch that. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know it was on. I didn't. We in and... with this.
2: Once you hear Brizango, you know that screams pre-show. They're no, no guys. offense. I
0: love them. Great guys, so it's
2: okay. They're great guys, yes. <laughs> but but the gimmick is a little old. Uh, Brizango getting the win. Uh, Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher no offense I I, I love Finn Balor I love yeah. Timothy Thatcher but if there's one thing I know that's not gonna get anyone coming downstairs to my basement is like hey Timothy Thatcher's match is coming on <laughs> see I, I actually
0: love this one this was just like my inner you know child basically and I don't know Matt you remember how much with Mark I was for New Japan in the 90s and stuff. This, you know, this to me just showed me two guys that, you know, it, it's like a fine wine. You know, these guys know exactly how to do it. And, and uh, they they both gave tribute to the UWFI in the 90s and just <laughs> beat each other down, just, you know, twisted each other up. And I thought it was a pretty cool match. But and, I can understand be, what you would say. To be fair, Timothy, Timothy Thatcher, I hate that name. I hate it with a passion. Um, name, he, I
1: think? He, he's, he's flueless or flawless, rather, flueless. He's flawless
0: in that ring. All the transitions are super, super smooth. That's Uh, that's my, again, I could see it not being for everyone, but, you know, just given my taste, I really like that slow pace and, you know, just working a whole, because you don't see it anymore. It's almost completely different, and I really like it.
1: It is, it's just, I keep watching, unfortunately, Finn Balor was in that match, too. I watch it going, what the, what happened? Why did they take
0: the demon off of him? Do <laughs> you know that answer? Sam? This guy was Why the champion. Yeah, I, I missed it. Like, I knew of it. I know these people. I see them. Again, I don't see them in contact, You never got so. to
1: see him be the demon?
0: I've never seen him, not in WWE, though. I've seen oh. him painted up in Japan and stuff. But Yeah. So mm.
1: they stopped doing it with him, which was so stupid. It was so over. His entrance right. was super over. Yeah. And he he's so awesome. good. Oh, demon is good.
0: so damn good.
2: He's yeah. lost in the sh- even in NXT, he gets lost in the shuffle. Is like, he full time
0: in NXT now? Yeah. Yeah. Is he on Raw or SmackDown? No. Oh wow!
2: It's been it, like it's been like eight months, I think. He was
1: supposed to go there. Like remember when Charlotte went in? I don't know if you heard that Charlotte went to NXT for a little bit. Okay. She became the NXT champion at WrestleMania, and they had her at NXT for a while. And I I liked it. I loved watching yeah. Charlotte. I
0: think Charlotte's best. awesome.
1: Female, dude, she'll be the. She already is the best female of all time. How can you say?
0: <laughs> She's pretty um, amazing. Yeah.
1: You know, but but anyways, they did the same thing with kind of sort of with Finn by putting them there, helping to beef it up maybe a little bit, and it's mm. hurting him. I don't like yeah. him down there. I feel bad for him.
2: Up next, we had a, a ladder match for the vacant NXT North American title: Damian Priest oh, versus this. Cameron Grimes versus Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed and awesome. Velveteen Dream. This was awesome.
1: Uh, really quick, Damian Priest, dude. Tell me, Sam, he is not a Monday Night Raw. Oh, There's yeah. He's star ready Definitely. to He loves
0: it. He's got it all. He's got the size. He's got the experience. He's got the walk. He's got the The top. look, the sound. Oh, yeah. He'll get there. You know, that's pretty cool. It was, and, and, again, it's nice coming into this, you know, a bit blind because I didn't know who was relevant at the time. And just seeing this match, you can tell those five are about at the, at the top of the NXT mountain right now. And it was cool seeing them all get in there, do it, Um those matches, I like them sometimes. I don't like them other times. I just... Uh, to me, I don't know. They're, they're kind of just. Uh, I, I like wrestling matches a lot more than the stuff shows. So these guys are amazing. They're great at what they do. You know, I appreciate the sacrifice they give themselves. But uh, you know, I don't really. That's not what draws me into wrestling.
2: This it's wasn't just, your cup of tea.
0: That, not my cup of tea. But they all did great. Don't get me wrong. The storytelling was good. The guys looked great. You know, but it just. I'd rather see them all in a five-way match. You know, without the ladders.
2: Damn. Matt?
0: Are you kidding me? I, I, I couldn't wait to say. It. I thought this
1: match was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I personally, you know, wanted, uh, uh, what's his name to win, but God damn, I'm, why am I having such brain I thought you, you picked him. Name?
0: Didn't you pick uh, Damian Priest to win?
1: I want to say I probably. I don't even remember. I, I can't remember did. any of their names, dude. I'm terrible at yeah. his <laughs> names. Um, but yeah, no, the, overall though the whole match was seriously, the whole match was really good. Uh, Bronson though, I, why has he got like? Why are they trying to have him be Bam Bam?
0: <laughs> it was cool. It cool gear. That's what I thought in the second Bam Bam. <laughs> you, you know, but um, this this
1: was good though. This this was a really 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 well put together pitch
2: I do think Bronson and uh, and uh, Cameron Grimes. Oh, that's who I picked. I picked Cameron Grimes. Yeah, oh.
1: because I didn't think you had a shot in
0: hell. I was like, I, like I still think that the the shine in that match was Velveteen. You know, like I said, last week was the first there time know, I saw him, and I, I just thought he's so cool at what he does. Everything just, you know, again, it, it, everything means so much, and the way he does everything to me draws me in. But
2: Velveteen it, was dry, he was uh, climbing up that ladder like his Nickelodeon subscription was running out of style, but no. <laughs> We'll move on. Uh, next, we had Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. I thought this was this was my favorite match of the night. I thought uh, Pat McAfee just he just seemed like a, a pro out there.
0: It was everything. It was everything it needed to be. Uh, Pat, you know, he, you could tell that it's somebody that loves wrestling. You know, wanted to do it so well. It was a perfect balance of you know outsider coming into the business, storytelling, and yeah. an entertaining wrestling match. You know, he, I just thought everything about it was great. Did you see him jump on the backstabber? Uh
1: he, jumped, he, he to go back and watch it against him. He like jumped super high for it, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna hurt. God, that's gonna hurt.
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: He's so he was very he's very athletic. He was there for everything. He did a great job. The whole match was great.
0: It just, it made some little tiny things that I enjoyed. was like, you know, how many wrestlers, they always say, give us a timeout. Well, wrestlers know there's no timeout. The storytelling in this match of him actually being an athlete, asking the referee for a timeout was something tiny. But to me, it actually, you know, stood yes. out as something entertaining and a good part of the story. So, yeah. uh, again, it was awesome. I think Cole looked fantastic. I think Cole really, you know, he really shined through, again, I haven't seen much of this product recently and to see that, you know, I, I could have said, Oh, if you would have asked me what match, I would have told you Cole was their top babyface. That's how good he was at working as a babyface. So I, gotcha.
2: I think one of the things when 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 they got Runkowski earlier this year, he, he you know, like the media just if someone's obnoxious they think they're gonna be a good pro wrestler. And that's not the case. You have to have the character and the charisma and pat mcafee he he gets it like he knows how to channel that energy and uh i think i think if they keep using him i think he could be a a star yeah i can see that happening because he loves it
0: and i think that's just his you know foot in the door i could see him becoming a big deal this is you know this is almost maybe things like that could be the answer to competition you know when now yeah. you have how do you you keep your audience happy when there is a new competition? Right.
2: Give them NFL stars. Give them the people they already know. You know it could be crew. Cool. Right. And he was yeah. he was such a great heel in this match. He 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 was begging you to boo him. So I, th- I, 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 I thought. He, he did
1: a good job. When it was time for him to get his ass kicked. He did such a good job. Like I said, with the timeout, little things like that. All you right. gotta be able to pay the fans. You gotta pay it off when it's time to get your ass kicked and give the fans every laugh that they're you know what I mean, that, that, that they deserve to laugh at your ass finally getting what you deserve.
2: Right. I'm going to put you guys on the spot. The best five uh, celebrity matches.
1: Oh, come
2: on. <laughs> I don't even think I know
1: five. I know I Lawrence know. Taylor.
2: That LT, was good. Dennis Rodman, and Carl Malone. Oh, Carl yeah. Malone did a really good job. He yeah. was awesome. Who um, uh, Who is the guy from uh, CW, the Arrow guy? No. Drew Carey. No. No, What no, not the
1: arrow either. Uh, what, 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 what about the boxer?
2: Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. All right. Yeah, that's probably
0: yeah. the number one. Mr. T. Yeah, that was up there. Mr. It T worked. was pretty over. Yeah. Uh, it did work.
2: Huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. How about this one? I'm stealing this one. Ronda Rousey.
2: Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: right. You could you could technically make that argument about Lesnar at this point, you
2: know? Yeah, really? <laughs> no. R- R- yeah. Rousey was awesome. What about the boxer
1: though? Mayweather. Job. Mayweather was big so I thought he did a good
2: job with yeah, it. Yeah, he did actually. a great job. There's actually quite a few uh, in the chat with Mayweather. Uh, yeah, Stephen Amell. That's who we were talking about. Stephen Amell. He really broke Big Show's nose, which was hilarious. <laughs> I'll applaud that anytime. Uh, Snooky, That's an interesting one. Tammy. Uh, Tammy, what are you smoking? Don't no worry. C- come on, Tammy. Oh,
1: she was terrible.
2: All right, so the main event, we saw Cody versus Brody Lee. We, we kind of discussed it. Uh, it was the squash uh, oh shit! I'm sorry. We're on NXT now. We're right? on NXT. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he skipped. And uh,
0: makes, <laughs> All
2: right. After Pat McAfee, Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai, and
0: I was kind of I was can't say let down because they both worked hard. Everything huh. looked great. It was just there was a lot of pieces of the puzzle, and me being a fan of Io Shirai, you know, from Japan, I wanted to see you know the classic you know, women you know, at their best, the way they do it, the kick ass, do, you know, the, the thing that really makes them stand out.
1: I know. thought you would have pot, I thought you would have pot for the, uh, towards the end there, when they were going in and out of the submissions there.
0: Yeah, I, I just, uh, I'm looking more around, like, the fact that they had the, I felt like it was an, a vessel to get to Raya Ripley and uh the the other, uh, for sure. uh, for sure. what was her name? No, you're, you're right, Gonzalez, you're right. I just felt like the match, you know, I've seen the, uh, Io Shirai have some of the best matches in history, you know, and I was expecting that. And I, it, Again, I can't even say I was let down because it just wasn't what I was expecting it to be. But, I mean, they both worked hard. Everything they did looked good. Uh, I just, was, I, I thought it was going to be like a show stealer almost. I thought Gonzalez looked huge, though. Oh, she did. What she looked massive today. So, she,
1: she, that was a hell of a choke slam that Io had to take. Good lord! Yeah.
2: Um, she looks like a more Jackson and Deville. I Deville. Yeah, mean,
0: I feel like to me, I don't know if if they made her wear lifts or something, but I feel like she came off bigger tonight than she did last week. Yeah, she, she did. Yeah.
1: Uh, hey, really quick, When you say was right? Like, I never heard of her until she came to NXT. So,
0: are there other matches out there like you said that oh, like, yeah. so we YouTube? Yeah, well, yeah, she, stardom since stardom in Japan for and like, I mean. Japanese women wrestling is probably my favorite style of wrestling ever. I mean, dating back to the the 70s and 80s, you know, they're so good. She was like the flag bearer of Japanese women's wrestling through most of the, well, I'd say starting about 2004, 2005, maybe. She more
1: over, listen, was she more over there than Asuka was when Asuka was there?
0: I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah so. Probably she would have been the top girl. But, like, it's changed. These girls aren't over, like, Bull Makano and, and Akira Hokuto or Chigusa Nagayo. That's back when it was, like, mainstream famous. But now, you know, for what it is, for for the transition of the With way the Mitch. wrestling business was, you know, they are still the top of the game. So uh, if you if you have, you know, 15, 20 minutes to watch, you'd just lose your mind to think that that's the same girl. Yeah. And that was her name over there, too? right. Yeah.
2: She was the top of the ladder there. Antoine Ferris ain't put, that, put the bubbly down, Raj. Go fuck yourself, Antoine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Io Shirai with the win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we had Karrion Across versus Keith Lee. The main event, man. This was... It was uh, methodical and key. I mean, it was not a controversial win. Uh, Karrion Cross uh, got the upper hand, beat the shit out of Keith, and then got the win. I mean, clean. There was no, uh, it, it wasn't disputed at all. Like, they made a mega heel. I, w- I will not dispute the fact. Kross- Sorry, we lost you there for a second, uh, Sam.
0: I said, I will not deny that Karrion Cross has the best WWE entrance I've seen in years. That was unbelievable how you, you know, they're zooming in on the girl, and then the light switch, and he's already in the ring. The cameras, the angles, the music. Unbelievable. I couldn't be happy. That.
2: Yeah. Like, since when? Like, who who has had a better entrance? I mean, that was, like, the best. What do you call it Nakamura, that? maybe?
1: Nakamura's end just as dope.
0: Uh, what
2: do you call was it? Bray Wyatt have some good ones, right? Yeah, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: the Demon Finn's yeah. pretty. Jesus, sorry. Finn's was pretty sweet. Um, yeah. When he was the Demon, who else? I, mean, I don't think good. better than this. Though. There's not, there's not many. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they are better than this, though.
0: And and it's it's good too because it's a full package. It's not very often yes. you get to see like you know the, the beautiful girl with the monster. You don't see that as much. Or maybe maybe you do. I just haven't seen but it's just, they no, she, accent each other so well, and the characters yes. just inter, intertwine, and it's really cool. She makes him look so demonic. Like, yeah. like watch her facials every
1: once in a while. She makes these weird faces on the side. It it adds to it, though. It adds to it like they use some evil mamma you know? Oh, mean? yes.
0: Oh, yes, it was cool. Uh, I mean, it, it's... Those guys worked hard, you know. I, like you said, I think maybe Cross got hurt a little bit early. Uh, I mean, they, again, it was you can't blame them for working their asses off. You know, I give props to both of those guys, you know, and they're big boys, man. You know, they, they keep that pace. You know how it is, Matt. It's always going to be different, you know, for, for guys your size or my size to go, you know, 15, 20 yeah. minutes as opposed to somebody that's 165 pounds. You know, that's why
1: Keith like, Lee is so damn good, though.
0: Like, Keith, yeah, and his size. I'm
1: going, yeah. how does this guy have that kind of wind? His wind is so damn good. His cardio is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Heath Lee, I mean, and he's got a character because you look yes, at him and yes. it looks like someone out of a, a Shoney's line, you know, like just at the buffet. But his character, you know, kind of makes him. Sure. Which, uh, uh, Steven Mar- Marchicelli saying, did they hurt Cross by making him sell too much? Dream bump off the ladder was sick. Oh,
0: yeah, it was. <laughs> it
1: was. That was. But no, uh, they did not kill him by having him sell tonight. No,
2: not at all. Yeah. Uh Antoine well <laughs> oh, my kids are watching Blues Cruise. Alright. Uh ten
1: forty two, come on here.
2: <laughs> uh so yeah, there we go. Uh NXT takeover. Karen Cross is your champion and he's injured. Uh, un- uh unfortunate, but I thought they did a- an absolute great job. I mean NXT just they just they just kill it. Crushed it. Crushed it. Who was uh? Who was the star of the night?
0: I, you're gonna have to say Pat McAfee, just because he was. Oh. the, the he was you just have to. I, I know, agree. Just because it's he's not in that realm, and to deliver on such a big stage, you know, he did he did more than what he was expected, and uh, you know, I think he took care of wrestling and he helped us out, you know, gave us the rub. So I think it was pretty cool. All right? Who
2: who would you pick? Uh,
1: I agree. I. I Carrying cross because he won the title, but you can't argue with Sam pick either. I'm a, uh, McAfee. Right. Uh, then, Brody Lee did a good job too, though, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it left a lasting impression. They already beat them, so it's it, you know, it's one of those. But
0: I think, in my opinion, the, the match of the night. Uh, let me let me go back. Let me think real quick. I would probably say I enjoyed that opening tag from AEW better than. I and it's just because I'm such cool. a big Revival fan. You know, uh, that FTR versus party, Private Party. Private Party worked so well that, you know, they they were just great at what they did. They had chemistry. But I think FTR could literally, you know, wrestle a couple of cardboard boxes and bring you a five-star match. So I really enjoyed that. That kind of set the tone for my evening. And, uh, you know, I would definitely give those guys props for the best matches of the night, in my opinion. For my favorite match of the night, let's put it that way.
2: Yeah. I, I, I got to go with Pat McAfee. I thought he was I thought he way exceeded expectations and he was he he just had you drawn in. Like you wanted to see him get his ass kicked. I thought he looked uh thought he looked great. Um all right. Um I think uh let's see a couple more super chats here. Peter saying Pat McAfee was the best tonight. Joshua saying this is the time to be PG keep doing your thing. Uh, Bruce saying Champa might take out Cross to write him off for a month.
1: Say that again. What do you say?
2: That uh, Cross is going to be written off. So a separated shoulder. How long? When you what you guys have seen? How long is that usually out? You could,
0: take dis- you could dislocate your shoulder and just get it pop back in easily. But it could stay like
2: like lethal weapon where you just yeah you could literally just lay <laughs> it on
0: the ground and pop it back in. Or it could be a labrum or a labrum uh, or a rotator cuff which are the worst-case scenario. So, I mean, I think he... I wouldn't guess something small like that, you know, would happen if he's in, in such amazing physical condition. So, mm-hmm. a separation sounds reasonable. I shouldn't be... I hope to God it's not too, anything too serious, but... I yeah, know, right? We don't know any of this stuff now.
2: All right, real quick. SummerSlam, uh, the top match is Drew McIntyre versus uh, Randy Orton. Who do you guys got?
1: Drew...
0: Well, it makes sense. Randy, actually. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I haven't watched that TV product in a while either. I don't know where the storylines are. Uh, I would say probably Drew McIntyre. I don't think he's had the belt long enough yet. He hasn't. But
1: I'm... I'm, You know what? No, I take that back. I'm going to go with Drew. The reason I I thought they were going to go with Randy eventually is because I think they're going to go with Randy once they get back to letting people back in to watch the show. They start strong people back yet. They're going to need a big name with that title. Um, so I've been saying when Drew wrestled Randy, I wouldn't be surprised to see Randy beat him for that reason, but they're nowhere near bringing fans back yet. And Raj, that's the only reason why I don't think Randy will win yet.
2: Right. But they do have a pay-per-view next week. So whatever is going to happen at SummerSlam, there's going to be something that is going to lead to the final. week. Over Wait, summer. there's
0: two pay-per-views in a row?
2: In a row, yeah. So Sam, you're on you're on call, man. <laughs> uh, Antoine, <laughs> I think that cross injury could be good. I don't see a number one contender. If no tears, we could build up the next challenger. Um. Oh yeah, Thunder Rosa showed up on AEW. Uh, possible NWA partnership. I see no uh, <coughs> nothing to gain for AEW with a partnership but, with NWA. I agree with that,
1: except Nick
2: Aldis. All this is a talent. I don't, I, I cannot, he's one of those guys that cannot understand why he's not signed somewhere.
1: He signed, wrestling every damn week on TV, national, you know, national TV. I don't get it.
2: Right. Like a, a, on a big scale. He's, yes. Uh... All right, guys. Uh, I think that about does it. Uh, Sam, how, how can people find you on social media?
0: Uh, I am at real Sam Adonis on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I got some real good stuff coming up all over the country. Next week, I'm at the Wrestling Expo in Texas, in Dallas. Uh, If any listeners in the Dallas area, it's a massive show with myself, Lance Archer. Nick Aldis will be there, EC3. Uh, Just uh, search the Pro Wrestling Expo on Twitter, or Independent Wrestling Expo on Twitter, and you'll find all the details. It's going to be awesome, and I hope we can meet some new fans out there.
2: All right. And Matt? I've been on this show for 5,000 years. I know what it means All right. Just ignore Matt. All right. Thank you, guys. We, we love you. We'll, uh, we'll see you again here tomorrow night after, uh, after SummerSlam on the Wrestling Podcast. Take care.
0: Take it easy, guys.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive.